What's going on, Sports Nation? Welcome to Game Breakers, the sports show where we will be breaking down news that's relevant in the sports world. It is your boy Eddie here. And it's your boy and magnificent co-host, Well. What's going on, bro? Nothing much, nothing much. Man, you know, I, I just realized, Well, every time we open, we always use the word magnificent. It's getting kind of played out now. Can we well, change the wording this time? Well, well no, because see, what happened is it's getting played out because you decided to start, you know, doing that as well. I, I was saying that at first, and then you just, you know, used it or added on some other words. Yeah, so. I got tired of saying handsome. You don't got to say anything. You don't got to say anything. Like, yeah, you know, I know like, because I, I, I do it. Ass, like, just because I do it, it don't mean that you got to do it. You no, know what I mean? No, no, your no, own stop person, it. bro. Stop Go it. Ahead, stop man. it. Stop it. Uh, anyways, forget it. How, how you doing, bro? How you doing? Now, you know, I'm chilling. I can't complain. You know, drinking some water. Eating an empanada. This is what life's about. What kind of empanada are you eating for all the world? Go ahead and say it. Say it. Beef. Yuck. I mean, that yuck. <laughs> okay. I mean, look, I'm not going to expose yuck. what you eat because I don't want to disrespect your culture for the weird stuff that you guys do. How do we? But, just, that's, how is that but, weird? Go ahead and say but, it. You got the balls to say no, so. No, I'm Go not going to say it. Yo, because, I eat a chicken are, empanada because, before I eat beef. Uh, because there are some lovely, there are some lovely people from Ghana who don't deserve to be put on blast <laughs> for what y'all eat. So I'm not going to even do that, all right? But okay. point is, most people, a majority of people, would rather eat what I eat versus what you normally eat, all right? That's cap. That so, is cap. That is lying right there. That's okay. false. False okay. news. Fake news. Hell hey, look. no. Hey, look, I've never heard somebody say, let me get bean stew with boiled eggs, Okay. But people act no, for empanadas. No, it's cultural, though. But, it's cultural. People, you can't say that. people act for empanadas, though. All right, then. And empanadas is... Okay. okay, wait. But are empanadas not cultural? No, no, they are. But, like, okay. Oh, oh, it, oh, oh, listen, listen, oh, listen. Oh. Here's the difference, right? Mm-hmm, We're not mm-hmm. just going to the market. There's more times we're not going to be empanadas sold in different stores than there would be for bean stew stored in different stores or different restaurants, for that matter. This is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It's more of a popular thing in America, at least, than it would be. Exactly, because it's not weird. Because it's not weird? Yes. What needs it to be weird? Please tell me. <laughs> Bean stew with rice and boiled eggs? Okay, but okay, the egg is, is, isn't an addition, bro. You keep on saying boiled eggs. It's I know. just bean stew with, with, with rice. That's it. No, 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 no. I'm talking about how you eat it. You eat it with boiled eggs, like three boiled eggs. Three boiled eggs? Why are you lying? <laughs> Why are you lying? Your room be smelling like a gym. Why are you lying? Three boiled eggs? That's too much cholesterol. Your room be smelling like a be smelling like an unsanitized gym. Bro, bro. After that bro. meal. Be in the bathroom for like 30 minutes, bro. <laughs> just holding your stomach. That's lie. That's <laughs> How would I eat three boiled eggs at the same time? That's too I've much. I've seen you eat like two. Two boiled eggs at the same time is still too much for me. You're crazy. Come on now. Uh, look, bro, I think one is too much, bro. Like just eat your little beans stew and keep it much? moving. Now you're like, one is one is, is a great portion size. You're lying. Damn. Like, ugh, like there's a reason why nobody why asks for Ghanaian food. Like, like it's just a reason why. So the fact that you could criticize a delicacy, oh, a delicacy such as a beef empanada, the nerve of you, the, the nerve of this guy. Yo, no, I'm not. Don't throw, okay. don't throw stones if you live in a glass house. Okay. Oh. But my glasses is maxi glass. You feel me? So it don't matter oh, what happens. Damn, all right, all right, yeah, all right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a great one right there. That was a great one right there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yo, but... we, go out, we go to Spanish restaurants. 
You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I don't even think that y'all got a Ghanaian restaurant anywhere. We do. Where? And I think it's in Union. I right, bet. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Okay, sure. Me and you're going to go. Me and you're going to go. Uh, yeah, I'm not, okay, I'll go with you, but I won't get any food. Well, why would you not get food? Because I eat this junk every day. Like, I'm not going to get food what I can get at my house. No, but wouldn't it taste a little different because there's different people making it? You know, everybody no. adds their own, like, little stuff to, like, their yes. own food. You know, like, how you're biased to your mom's, cook- your mom's cooking, like... Oh, no, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, of course. course. So, if I if I eat another another bowl of jollof from somewhere else... Oh, it, damn, might that be a like, problem? Yeah, it's a, it's a problem. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't wow. really like it the, the same way. I don't. I mean, sometimes it can be really good. Don't get me wrong, but more times... No, like, she'd not, be hurt. She'd be hurt. She wouldn't be hurt, obviously. Oh, okay, I'd okay. be hurt. I'd be the one suffering here. I'm oh, going yeah. <laughs> Yo, bro, real quickly. So, when mm-hmm. we going to, to the mall to get the mayor's pairs, buddy? Oh, my goodness. Like, geez, Louise. Man, you you want to put more pressure on me because it was not public information before. But now you want to put more pressure on me. I told you I don't know yet. I don't know. We had this talk about eight months ago. No, it wasn't eight months ago. Stop lying. <laughs> I only agreed to do this about three months ago. Like, what are you talking about? Like, yo, what you waiting for? Okay, 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 okay. We're going to get it, like, in the beginning of the summertime. I'll give you All right, look, back. let's make a bet. Okay. But bet? Yeah. Okay, sure, sure. Why not? So tomorrow. Tomorrow? tomorrow me oh, and Edwin God. are going to the Heat versus Nets game at Barclays, right? Hey. Yes, sir. So let's make a bet right now. If the Nets beat the Heat, okay, you gotta get your ears pierced within the next week. Next week? No, I said within the week. If the Nets win, within next week. If the Heat win, okay. If the Heat win, I won't bring it up no more ever. Really? Yeah. You that's, know, it's like when you do it. Me. It's like when you do it like that. Like that just be it. Those are the. Would you take that bet or not? I, I, I mean, would. You know, I would. I mean, I'll look, take it back. I'll take it back. he's probably going to win, though, anyways. But, you know, I don't know. Okay, if okay, okay, okay. Back. How about this? How about this? Because, like, we okay, know okay. that he might have the best chance of winning, anyways, since your team is not really. But KD might right play, so. Yeah, he might play. If KD plays, it might be a little bit different. But, like, mm-hmm. okay, if we win okay. within the margins of. Okay, if we if we win by 10 or wait, more. Oh, wait, what's the spread? Oh, wait, well, it's not even out yet because it's Wednesday. Okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we if we win by ten or more, okay, then, yeah, then I'll then I'll uh then I would win the bet. Then if we if anything under ten, then I'll get my ears pierced within the next week. Okay, yeah, that's fair. That's fair because we probably gonna get smacked anyway, so that's fair. Okay, all right. <laughs> I like I like it. I like it. I like it. I like I love that bet right now. I mean, like, listen, I'm gonna have to watch this man shake in person. Look at me, gonna get no. me the corner. <laughs> Listen, all I know is that if my parents see me with, with ear pierce, I'll just say I lost a bet. You feel me? But like low key, man, I don't know. You know me. You're like playing yourself to nobody. No, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Cause you know how my parents can be like, you know how African mm-hmm, parents can mm-hmm. be. For all those who are listening, who are whoever are, are, are African listeners, you know how your parents could be. Forget just black. African. If you're just black. I would say foreigners. Black, black is a little bit different. Like all right, yeah, true. Yeah, true, I, true, I would true, say true, foreign true. parents. My mom's Caribbean. Foreign. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I have a lot of black friends who are just like from the states, and their parents and are like mad chill. No, their the parents are like mad chill. Like they smoke together. You know what I'm saying? Damn. They drink together. I could never do that. 
Yeah, man, I'm trying to know what that feel like. I, know what I'm <laughs> I ain't never had that happen to me. Yo, yo, that's crazy. Like, that's that's crazy. So listen, we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yo, but are you ready to get into today's pack show, man? Of course. Of course, pack of show course. Yes, yes. Let's just get straight into it. All right, all right, all right. So we gotta start off with you know, this is actually some really interesting news here because Talk I am me. just Talk flabbergasted by what I'm seeing right now. I'm not going to lie. It actually involves my guy's team here. So the Giants are asking for a very significant price for Saquon. Now, before I say a word or a peep about this whole statement, I'm going to let Will go and tell me how exactly he feels about the whole situation about Saquon and whether or not the Giants are stupid in asking for that kind of price, whatever the price is, or it's reasonable. Well, can I ask you just really quickly before I kind of get into it? Um, okay. where where do you see that report that the Giants are asking for a, a significant uh, amount for Saquon exactly? Like, do you have the source that you saw that from? Uh, yeah. So, from Bleacher, Joseph, Joseph Sucker. Joseph and that Sucker. was from and that was from Bleacher report. Yes, and we also have another report from Jordan Schultz, uh, who says, and I quote: "Spoke with two teams, both of whom told me the Giants' potential action price for Saquon was very significant." One assistant GM also said. I don't get the sense they actually want to trade him. To me, this is just postering. But Joe Sean, do you, have you figured out how to say that your GM's last name? I can't, I can't get it. I think is I, I think. Hold on, wait. Let me just see exactly how it's spelled again. Just really it's quick. Spelled, I, I got the spell right here. It's spelled yeah, S H O E N. Yeah, I think it's Joe. I think it's Joe's like shown, like shown. Joe shown. Okay, okay, okay. Like that's how I would pronounce it. Mm-hmm. But somebody should probably ask him that. I'm pretty sure, but I, I, I'm pretty sure it's Joe Schoen. Joe okay. Schoen. Okay. okay. Um, but I'm I'm lost here. Okay. Yeah. But look, I'm gonna have to you know reach out to my people at Bleacher Report to see what kind of foolishness is this because <laughs> you know what I'm saying like yo I, I might have to hit a couple of the Slack rooms this instant because to me I think that it's pretty comical if the Giants are asking for a big return now. Of course, you'd ask for a big return if you just want to look at Saquon Barkley's potential alone for what he's shown and for the kind of player that he's been when he's healthy. Then it's a different conversation. But you have to deal in what's going on in the present, which is he's coming off of another injury. So he has so he's had two significant injuries in the past two seasons. Yes. So I think I think all 32 teams in the well, all 31 teams, because the Giants are one of the 30. So all 31 teams in the NFL would love to get a player like Saquon Barkley and they'd probably be all interested in him because how could you say no to him, right? But I think it's the asking price is going to be ridiculous. And I think that it's ridiculous to expect a team to give you an absurd amount for a player who especially his contract, he's in the last year of his contract, I think, and yes. it's fully guaranteed. Um, So now some team would have to pick up his fully guaranteed contract. On top of that, you now also have to offer him a contract extension, which – I don't know what's the range that he wants to be paid in because when healthy, he is a top five running back. But with the injuries, you can't give him top five running back money. You can't. Like, you can't. So now you have to give up picks and some valuable assets for him, pay pay his full salary this year, and then on top of that, you have to hope that he wants to stay with your team, and then you have to hope that he's not asking for a ridiculous amount of money. So that puts other teams in a very uh, peculiar situation there. I don't really think that you can expect a team to be willing to just give up so much with so much uncertainty back. So to me, I actually don't think that the Giants are going to trade uh, Saquon. I don't think that there's much of a market for him at this time. I think that he will stay on the team. But 
I do expect us to be making a lot of other moves, such as we cut um the the uh the tight end today, uh Kyle Rudolph. Like, you know, it's a big move. Mm-hmm. But um going back to Joe Schoen, hope I'm saying his name right. Joe you know, I mean, look, he's a GM that's made some pretty good trades, right? I mean, well, not pretty good. The only one I can really think of that's really notable is the Stefan Diggs trade. That was a great piece of business, you know. Stefan Diggs the GM. Who's assistant? Wasn't he the oh wait, he wasn't the GM of the Bills? No, nah, he was he was assistant. He wasn't oh, GM. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I'm pretty sure I mean, but I'm pretty sure that he was in those calls. Those, yes, you know, you know I'm, I'm like I'm pretty sure that he had an input in it. And you know, you see how well that move's worked out. So yeah, I don't really think that the Giants will trade Saquon, and I don't think that you could expect too much for him. Like, if we traded Saquon, I'm not gonna lie, like let's say just for a draft pick in terms of value, I I, I think Saquon's worth no higher than like a fourth right now based with the injuries yeah, he'd have to be like a fourth pick like like anything higher than that i think a team is taking a big risk maybe a third if you could finesse it but definitely not a first definitely not a second yeah joe sean joe Sean, he's saying joe Sean is apparently um well they're asking for a one for him which mm-mm, is mm-mm, by far mm-mm. crazy and mm-hmm. you said that he's a top five running back when healthy are you crazy yes. what are you smoking right now yes Seriously, name me five running backs who are that. That are better than that smoking, Name me bro. five running backs that are better than Saquon when they're all. I can healthy. name you six, seven running backs better than Saquon right now. All right, go ahead. Yo, I'm not, I'll go down the list as we usually do because you know, well, now nah, our list is, is top notch. I'm not gonna yes, lie. Yes, 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 okay, yes. so I'm telling you who I would take, right? I'm just gonna tell you who I would take over Saquon right now, okay? I'm taking Joe Mixon. Well, no, you said right now, or no, I'm t- of course, right now, yes, of course. Okay. But I'm talking about when healthy. When healthy, but that you're going off of two years ago when he was really healthy. Like, there's so much that's changed. Dynamic has changed. You know, he doesn't even look explosive anymore. Like, even what? when he was healthy last year. What? Seriously, I'm still taking... <laughs> that's a one-year wonder. I'm still taking a bunch of running backs over him right now. When healthy. Okay, okay. okay. I'm taking Nick Chubb. Joe Mixon is a toss-up for me. I'm, I'm not going to count him. I'm not going to count him. I'm Joe Mixon? No, I'll I'll give you Joe Mixon. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Because because even though since Cincinnati's been trashed for most of his uh, time there, he he's still been productive. So okay. so Joe Mixon is definitely a top ten running back. hundred okay. percent. Give me Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor. That's four already right there. Right. Okay. I won't I won't give you Josh. I won't. Yeah, I won't take Josh Jacobs because. He's good, but he's um, yeah. I'll, okay. I'll, 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 uh, let me go. Um, Aaron Jones, that's five. Uh, let me go. Alvin Kamara, that's six. Okay. Um, let me go. It's a toss up for Christian McCaffrey for me. He's been injured too, but when he was on the field, he's been on the field more times than not than Saquon has in the past couple of years, and he has been productive as well too. So, uh-huh. huh? He hasn't? Uh, no, I said, uh huh. Okay, so give me that's that's eight right there, right? Mm-hmm. Now the NFC West not really doing it for me. So you got you got right there, but that's eight running backs, arguably easily better than Saquon when healthy. I mean that I know, but that okay, but again that's arguably and again, let's be real, the running backs that you named are all in better situations. I mean like Saquon is not in a really good situation, so. You know, I think let's say like if you put any of those running backs on the Giants, I think I think that they struggle as well. I'm I'm not um, gonna lie to you, sir. What's the name? Oh, I forget. I forget. Najee Harris had a thousand yards behind a terrible offensive lineman. Yeah, but 
That's another yeah, example of a yeah. But let's be real, though. But let's be real. Let's be real. The Steelers' offensive line was not terrible. It, it wasn't up to the standard that we expect because the Steelers are usually so good on the ground. So we expect their offensive line to be a lot better. So when it falls off a little bit, it's not terrible. Terrible is like I don't even think the team, but terrible. They've always been mediocre to. But hold on, hold on. But the Steelers also have a lot of weapons. With Ben Roethlisberger is still serviceable compared to Daniel Jones. Compared to who else we had starting that quarterback when Daniel Jones last year, he was serviceable compared to Daniel Jones. Bro, last year, yo, bro, yo, bro, I would take Ben Roethlisberger right now to stop it. He's crying, bro. What has Daniel Jones done ever? Okay, last year though, last year you told me taking. Ben Roethlisberger over Daniel, Daniel Jones, Jones? Do last year. Daniel Jones last year was his best season. That's his best season last year in the Giants uniform. How he missed Five. like twelve games? How? I know, but when he was playing, he looked the best since he's been there. Bro, bro, Daniel, yo, Daniel Jones at this point in time is not better than Ben Roethlisberger. I would take Ben <laughs> Roethlisberger right now over Daniel Jones. We don't, yo. we don't have a, as of right now. The Giants have a big hole at quarterback, and Daniel Jones is not the answer. He's been here three years, no, four years. We're here. actually, we're actually not even going to pick up his option. Like there was a report that came out to the Giants aren't going to even pick up his fifth year option. Yes. So after this year, yeah. he'll be a free agent. He's not good. He's he's not that good. Yeah, now, he played the best. Yeah. Okay, so what I'm saying is, Najee Harris, he still has a lot of weapons, and he had a quarterback that can somewhat get them the ball, right? Now okay. you can bring it down to play calling, which is I'm why I'm a Dalvin Cook, by the way. That's nine. Okay. I'm sorry, I forgot about him. But I won't give you Najee Harris, though. No. No, no, you you're you not giving Najee Harris. I'm I'm not taking Najee Harris. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but he still has Chase Claypool. Uh, he has Deontay Johnson. Juju was hurt this year, so I'm not gonna even count him. Mm-hmm. But they have a top receiving core. So you can't even really just load up the box like that. If we're being real, cause now you have to worry about the weapons on the outside. So Najee Harris is like, he, he's in a better situation than what, and better coaching. But that play calling though, was atrocious last year though. And that guy needs to be fired. I don't even know who their coaches, but for the offensive coordinator, but whoever according to Joe, Will told me last year, according to him, that he has some really top-notch talent at receiver. Kenny Galladay is still a shepherd. Darius Slayton, the, the one-year wonder. You guys don't, don't have talent either? But we don't have a quarterback. No, so, but listen. So what good does it matter? Hold on, wait. Hold on, wait. Stack in the box. Hold on, wait. Hold on, wait. Which one are we going to choose here? So what? Wait. So what good is the weapons if you don't have a quarterback that can get them the ball? Football is not like basketball where like where like the main guy can just ISO and just do it himself. You, you need things to go right to be able to get the ball to you. Yes. And that was the Steelers last season. That was a prime example of the Steelers last year. They didn't have no, a quarterback to get those guys the, the, the but ball. The Steelers, but the Steelers are still in a better situation than the Giants, especially with the Steelers defense that they have that was able to keep them in games more times than not. So and now, one thing. So I'm talking about the offense. So now, yeah, I know, but now that keeps the game script for them to keep running the ball. Giants, you're going down. You're playing catch up most of the game. Then you're going four and out or three and out because your quarterback can't do nothing. So now the game script goes away from the running game more into trying to force a, a passing game with lackluster quarterback play. So I mean, like the Steelers are in a better situation than what the Giants are right now. Like I'd rather have that Steelers roster right now than have the Giants roster right now. 
Okay, I, I get that, and I also get your point about you guys playing catch up most of the time because Saquon going back to Saquon, like he didn't really have the biggest impact last year. He only had twenty plus carries one time and sixteen plus carries three times last year. But as you just noted, they were playing catch up pretty much every game for that matter. So I get it, but. To ask for anything higher than a fourth, like you said, is insane. Like, and he's also paying, being paid as a top ten running back right now. He's not even a top ten running back to me. He, like, I wouldn't not. I, don't, I actually don't think that he's going to demand that much money. Like, if I'm being real with you, because I think that he knows that he's probably not going to get it from anywhere. So, I, like, I, I think that his salary will be, you know, obviously, like he's going to get paid, mm-hmm. but I don't think it'll be anything crazy. Like, I like. I find it hard to believe that, you know, we see breaking New York Giants make Saquon Barkley the highest running back in the NFL. Like, I, like I, I can't see that happening. I can't. Well, that's definitely not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, indeed. But, indeed. But, like, you never know, though, because, you know, like, you see, like, kind of, like, weird or bad contracts all the, all the time. So, okay. like, you never know for real. And you think your team is desperate enough to give Saquon a big contract? No. No, actually, I don't think that the Giants are desperate because I think with – a whole new like front office change, whole new coaching staff. These guys have the room to now f- make this roster how they want it. So yes. So I don't actually think that they're desperate because we're in a rebuild kind of, and you know, with this being the first year that they'll all be here. I you know yeah, I definitely think that they're gonna be willing to move on, make some big decisions and stuff like that. So. That is a great point. That's because- not desperate right now. But I, I think, let's say, like, if this was, like, you know, like the fourth, third year of, like, this, like, regime, and if it's okay. still failing, then I think that you get desperate. But not right now. You're not desperate. No. That's a good point. That's a really good point because Joe Sean, Joe Sean, uh, he's in his first year with the Giants. And usually when it comes to new head coaches, new GMs, they want their guy. They want their new team. Mm-hmm. Or they want to frame the team and how they want it to be in the future. And unless you have a top-notch impact player like a Devontae Adams or, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes that you can keep despite him being here longer than you have, usually guys like Saquon and, uh, you know, other players who haven't been impactful in the, in the past, they are expendable. And that's why it's about to happen, to be honest. Like, I don't see Saquon being on this roster uh, if they get the right offer, at least. Because yeah. he's not he's not that guy no more. So yeah, I mean, okay. I mean, like, but thing is, I don't want to trade him. That like, really, I yeah, I don't want to. Like, I wouldn't be mad if we do. I would not be mad if we do trade him. But so I don't, don't want, want to trade, trade him. him. Hmm. Why don't you want to trade him? You know, because like I'm still that NFL fan that likes having, like you know, big name players like a big name running back. Even though, let's be real, the running back position. It's kind of fading in terms of needing a big name player because how many times you know we we see guys drafted in like the fourth, fifth, sixth round come in and they're super productive, you know. Yes, yes. So you don't necessarily need the big name running back, which is why I would not be opposed to trading him, but I, I just wouldn't want to. To me, it all comes down to what he's expecting and because I would like to extend him, but it just depends on really? how really, yeah. But it depends why? on how much he's looking for. That's the thing. So if he's talking about, yeah, I, I need to be top five, hell, even top like 10. Like, I think he, he should be on like the fringe of top 10, but anything higher than like eight, I'd be looking at him like, bro, like you can't really be asking for this. So then I would trade him. But if he's willing to sign like like a, you know, what's it called? Like, let's say a, a prove it deal, right? Okay. 
then I would want to keep him, yes. So to me, it just comes down to what he wants to do with his extension and how much money he's looking for. I think that should be the main focus before we decide to do anything with him. But your extension is only one year, though, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because yes. anything longer is, is a bit too much. It's like a prove-it deal. Like, that's yeah. a prove-it deal. Yes. And then, let's say, you you know, we give him, let's say we extend it one year. Let's say we bump up, bump up his salary. Let's say he's a, a top 10 paid back for one year, right? Does he deserve to be that? Then, the, well, I mean, but that's usually, like, what a prove-it deal is. Because usually, if a player is signing for, like, a one-year deal... The, like the salary for like for like that one year would typically be higher than if it's extended over like five four years. So, so if he That's gets a one year, so like if he gets a one year extension and if he balls out, then we could talk about you being paid up there. But to me, it has to be a, it has to be a prove it deal. But I, I would personally like to keep him. But if we, you know, but I, I'm gonna just trust this new regime with, you know, with everything because. Like I'm, I don't really care about being stressed out about whatever they're doing. So whatever decisions they make, then it's all good with me. Oh my goodness. Okay, I I, I see what you're saying here. Oh, true. Speaking of running backs on the Giants, okay. they just cut Devonte Booker, the uh, really? that was the backup running back for Saquon, uh, and then that creates two point one million in cap space. Mm. So you know, a little something, something. Okay. How how does that make you feel, by the way? And you know, I, I actually like uh, Devonte Booker. I, you know, I, I think having a serviceable backup is important because you know, as you see with Saquon and other players, you know, injuries happen. It's a very, you know, it's a, it's a brutal sport. So you know, like it, it'd be nice if the next man up can carry some of the workload. But you know, it is what it is. You know, they, you know, I'm pretty sure that we can go get another decent back that could do the same job that he was doing. So it's you know, whatever. Well, okay, okay. I'll, maybe you look towards the, uh, the draft this year. Uh, see what's That's up true. in free agency. Maybe you never know. Why not? I mean, I don't even know like if there's any big name running backs there. I think like, like Leonard Fournette, but I don't really know who else. Uh, yeah, uh, this is not the. I have I've skimmed the list for oh, James Connors this too. year. James Connors uh, is uh James Connors, yeah. Well. But I, I see him staying in Arizona though. By the way, actually, let's talk about Arizona because James Connors. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get into it. All right, all right. So Arizona have extended their coach and general manager Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime, uh, and doesn't really give me the contract details, but you know apparently Cliff uh, Kingsbury is going to be staying, come off his his third season where he actually improved each year. I'm surprising because this is a guy coming from Texas Tech where he pretty much had no NFL experience and had a losing record in college, and now he's turned this whole franchise around after having what what was it one year of josh Rosen and then two years with kyler murray is that am i correct you are correct boss man okay okay yeah 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 so a little background for him um he's won five in 2019 eight in 2020 and then 11 games in of last season and also for kime he's been there since 1999 and has been a general manager since 2013 and has overseen three playoff appearances in nine seasons, including a run to the NFC Championship game back when they were at the bomb.com with Carson Palmer and Larry Fitzgerald. And, you know, 2015 before Cam Newton stumped it all out. Anyways, well, I got to ask you, with this new deal, despite this new deal, to you, if, Cliff's, if it is Cliff Kingsbury a top 10 head coach in the NFL right now? Of course. 
Of course. Of course. Ooh. Yes, yes, yes. I, I think that Cliff Kingsbury is up there, uh, and he should definitely be in the conversation with some of the best coaches in the league, you know, considering, you know, how young he is okay. and the way that he's kind of brought, you know, like his like his style of offense to the uh, NFL, I think, you know, it's, you know, it's really worked out. I mean, let's not forget that the Arizona Cardinals are technically the worst franchise in the NFL in terms of wins and losses. They like the yeah, no, the Arizona Cardinals are the number one team in the NFL with the most losses. They are number one. Like they've lost the most games in the NFL history. Uh, period. Like they are not that good of a franchise generally. Not. Okay. And you know, he's been able to make them a, a respectable team. I mean, look, you know, he made that bold decision because look, let let's be real. It's not every year you take a quarterback top 10 and then next year you draft the quarterback number 1. That's yeah. a bold decision. And let's be real. He had to live and die with Kyler Murray. Because if Kyler Murray would have flopped, and let's say, jo- I mean, you know, we see how Josh Rosen turned out. I don't even know where the hell he is. But I think he's in Miami. I mean, no, I mean not Miami, Tampa, I think. But let's say if Kyler Murray flops, he's done. Because you would have wasted back-to-back picks. So, look, I think Cliff Kingsbury, look, the Cardinals, you see, like, what they're doing right now there. I, I like the direction that they're uh, headed in. They are very aggressive in uh, terms of trying to get to a competing and a contender uh, spot. You know, you see with them adding uh, A.J. Green, uh, J.J. Watt, uh, you know, bringing in James Conner to help with the running game, along with them also having Chase uh, Edmonds for, like, that lightning and thunder kind of combination. The mm. Cardinals offense is looking scary. Mm. You know, the defense is solid. You know, you have Buda Baker. You have uh, – Isaiah Simmons, I think I'm saying his name right. Uh, you also have a couple other pieces there. Uh, Chandler Jones, even though we know that he may be leaving because he's unhappy, so we got to see. But, yeah, I think, Clifton, I think Cliff Kingsbury and the GM, they did a fantastic job in turning this Cardinals franchise around, you know, to a team where a lot of people weren't believing in, uh, in them. And, yes, they did lose the, uh, the NFC West. But, I mean, for them to even be competing for it for that stretch of the season a lot of people weren't even thinking that they'd be in that situation but i did though but again that's not what we're here to talk about i think you have to give him a lot of credit i think this was the right move i, I don't really think that they could replace him with a better coach i don't think nobody's available that's better than him and i would definitely take him in new york okay well i mean i wouldn't right now but before i would have uh so let me bump up this question real quick is he a top five head coach right now no no no, no. probably not probably not no does he like, have the potential to be yes Yes, because I, I think two seasons. Because yes, because I, I think he's gonna get a lot of time to be in Arizona. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think as long as Kyler Murray's there, as long as that offense is looking how it's looking, as long as they're winning games and being competitive, I don't think that they'll let go of Cliff uh, Kingsbury. I mean, I haven't, I can't even tell you the last time I seen the Cardinals this good. I think well, they they won a Super Bowl in my lifetime, but it's been a while. So, I they mean, have? yeah, didn't the Cardinals win? Um, hold on, which Super Bowl was it? Not, not, it, it wasn't this last decade. Uh, hold on, I'll tell you right Talking now. About the Steelers? They lost that Super Bowl. No, they lost that one. They lost that one. I think that was 2010, I think. But I'm pretty sure that they won, or maybe they didn't. The Cardinals never won a Super Bowl, bro. Never? Never. <laughs> I don't think they ever, yeah, I don't think they're a franchise that has won a Super Bowl before. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, yeah. so then I was just mistaking that for, um, the Chiefs game. Wow. Yeah, no. Why the, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, no. They didn't win one with Kurt Warner and them. Yeah, yeah. no. You're absolutely right. So, yeah, I can't tell you the last time that the Cardinals have looked this good. And I think this is their – and, and I think this is, like, their best opportunity to win a chip is mm. with 
what they have right now. So, yeah, I agree with them keeping it together, and I agree that Cliff Kingsbury can be a top five coach, but he's not right now. He's okay. better than Joe Staley. <laughs> Joe Staley? Is that? Oh, no, Brandon, Brandon Staley. Staley. Brandon, Brandon, Staley. Brandon Staley. Yeah, of who cares? That, yeah, that, that guy is an idiot. <clears throat> so, okay, so I know we don't really give too much coverage to general managers, but I know we talked about uh, briefly Steve Kime and him being the general manager since 2013. And he's only had three playoff appearances. Do you think that's enough to warrant him getting a new contract deal? Three out of nine seasons? Three playoff appearances? Mm. What would you have done? Would you have just, like, moved on? Because three out of nine isn't terrible. It's not good. I mean, (laughs) see, like, the thing is, I can't really give you a real answer. Because, like, unlike head coaches and unlike players – we don't really know like what GMs or assistant GMs are good or that's available for them to replace them with. You know what I'm saying? So like, I think like to answer that question, you'd have to just like know what other GMs were available, what other assistant GMs are available and like, who's really good, who has a lot of promise. We don't really know that stuff though. So like, there's no guarantee that the next guy that comes in would do anything different. Cause I don't even know what GMs do like that, that affects the play on field because I think that the head coaches are part of like you know free agents that they want stuff like that so I don't really like I don't really know if I'm being honest with you head coaches are part of that I also think GMs have a big say in how the roster is retooled so I know of course because the GMs I'm pretty sure are are the ones that that have to like kind of work with whatever department for extensions and to bring players in to sign them yes yeah okay all right Uh, but I I do agree with you uh definitely Kiff Kingsbury has the potential to be a top five head coach in the next two seasons, and he surprisingly, usually when it happens in a case where a head coach like himself comes into a new spot and has no previous NFL experience, head coaching-wise at least, or coaching, I think, in general, and he has a losing record in college, usually it backfires. For him, it didn't. So kudos to him, but that maybe could be because of Kyler Murray and his brilliance or just both of them together. So kudos for him. Now, we started doing this actually last episode where was going to go East Division with um, player, not player, um, team report cards for the season. And since we are in NFC West, and since Will is here, we could actually do that really quickly before we move on uh, to the other parts of the show. Will, I did this with the AFC East uh, for the last episode, where I just went with each team and, you know, what was the worst loss, the best win, and what was the two main things that you noticed from the team from that season? So are you down for that? Okay. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. All right. All right. So let's start with the Arizona Cardinals then. All right. So to you, I know you could pull up the, the schedule tool as we go through this. So just to give you okay. a memory. Um, what was the best win for the Cardinals last season in your mind? Well, let me pull it up. Actually, just because I don't, I'm like, I have a game in mind right now. Okay. Why did I Google the Arizona Cardinals schedule and it's giving me the Diamondbacks? Diamondbacks? Wait, is that a, is that a, is that a, um, That's baseball? Baseball? Oh, I about to say it can't be, it can't be an Because I think they're the Arizona. Oh, no, wait. It's showing me the St. Louis Card. Oh, okay. Okay. St. Louis Cardinals? Another yeah, baseball. Yeah, team, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, look, bro, we don't care about baseball. Yes, but we do care about hockey, though. Don't get me wrong, because oh, there's a no, lot no, of money bro. to be made. Yo, bro, you know what I was just thinking, bro? They got, yo, hockey jerseys are nice. Like, yeah, they are. Like, I would buy a hockey jersey. Just really, just really quickly off topic. I'd buy one and get it in, like, a large. 
Because really? like, and then like I'd wear it with, with like a hoodie under it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, those jerseys are nice. Okay, okay. Now let's get back to the. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's your favorite hockey jersey, though? By the way, let me ask you. That. I don't know enough. I, like, I haven't seen enough teams. Like, I've seen the New Jersey Devils. I've seen the Rangers. Um, I like, like the, the Devils jerseys. I like like the Las Vegas Knights. I don't know. Like, I, I'd have to look at because remember, Vegas I don't watch Knights? hockey. Yeah, I don't think. Please Las, keep that team out your mouth. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, look. They sold me twice, bro. They sold me twice. I don't know if they're good or not, but yeah. Well, they're not for the past two nights because they sold me. You feel me? Well, not yet. Like, I haven't watched enough games to know. Like, uh, like the girls on my team are pretty big on uh, hockey and, like, Bleach Report. Like, they send them to games and stuff to do coverage. So, like, they know. But I I, I don't know. So, I'll look at the jerseys because I'm probably going to order one. Really? Like, yeah. And, you know, since it's hockey, I don't have no loyalty to any of these teams. I don't care. Yes. Yeah, so I'll just buy the jerseys that look nice, you know. Like maybe me and you could like look into getting jerseys, bro. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be a great thing to do. Let's do that. Let's do that. Actually. All right, Go bet, down. bet. Now, now back to the question at hand, and yeah, I'm looking at the Arizona Cardinals schedule, and the win that sticks out the most to me, to me, which is what I was gonna say anyways. I just want to check real quick. Was the Sunday October third win against the Los Angeles Rams? Look, Ooh, NFC nice. West rival, mm-hmm. big game. Rams, you know, came came into this season with very high expectations. You know, the Cardinals were on a crazy win streak. You know, they look the Cardinals, but they start off with like seven and zero or something. Like they were going yes. crazy, mm. but the Rams had a lot of expectations placed on them this year. You know, and ultimately they they did what they were supposed to do. But at the time, you know, things were looking a little bit shaky. And you know, I remember like when I was bigging up the Cardinals and people were saying, ah, like, I don't know. They're still young. You know, I don't think they'll be able to deal with it, blah, mm-hmm, blah, blah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. beat the Los Angeles Rams 37 to 20 in L.A. Mm. So to me, that was a pretty significant win. Um, And yeah, to me, like that's their best win of the season. I, I definitely agree with you on that. What was the worst loss of the season for them? OK, worst loss of the season. All right. Let me skim this real quick. Uh, The one that does the one that does stand out to me kind of at the worst loss is definitely that December 19th game against the Detroit Lions. I mean, <laughs> that was like bad. at that time, I believe that you're <laughs> like at that time, I believe going into week 15, you're 10 and three. So you're the clear favorites. Like, like you are like, like you're supposed mm-hmm. to put on uh, like basically you're supposed to embarrass this team mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you guys are, are the one that gets embarrassed. I mean, look, you have all that offensive talent. I know that there was no Deon, there's no uh, Hopkins at the time, but that's still no excuse to me with having Kyler Murray, James Conner, uh, you know, players like Andy Isabella, uh, you know, Rondo Moore, AJ Green, Zach Ertz, no excuses to only be scoring 12 points versus the Detroit Lions. It's actually unexcusable. They got coached off the field and the Lions just played, in my opinion, they played harder. Like they looked like they wanted it more, even though I don't really like using that term because I think all players want it the same. Mm-hmm. But 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 the Lions game plan worked and they pulled off a huge upset. I remember when I remember like when that happened, like that ruined a lot of bets. It did. So so yeah, no, definitely losing 30 to 12 to the Detroit Lions has to go up there as the worst loss of the season for them. Okay, okay. Two good answers, by the way. Uh so the two things that I noticed from the Cardinals this past year mm-hmm. was the depth issues. And the missed opportunities. And what I say by that is, you know, they have these star players, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, JJ Watt, uh, Chandler Jones. But behind those players, they didn't really have a scary team, in my opinion. I know that they won seven, eight games in a row up until mm-hmm. the point where they lost to the Packers. But aside from that, you know, that, that was the reason why they couldn't really hang on in some of the late game moments of the season because 
aside from when their star players weren't playing the best, they didn't really have any other impact players to come in and help them out in hopes of winning those games. And then obviously the idea of missed opportunities, you had a seven, eight game, you know, advantage. <laughs> you yeah. At least you, you had a chance to be number one seed in the NFC. You blew it. And no one really gave you a chance. The only person that really gave you a chance was Will. And I thought that they would have had a better chance if they would have had the number one seed in the NFC. And they did not do it because they lost, I believe, what? Uh, one, two, three. Three out of the last four games of the season. Terrible. And a game with the other that, the Seahawks. Seahawks of all teams put up 38 points on them at home. That's max. Can't be doing that. Okay. Yeah. Cannot. All right, Will, give me the Rams here. Who? What was the best loss and best win for them? All right, let's talk about it. Um, okay, so for the Los Angeles Rams, look, reigning Super Bowl uh, champions, I think, uh, you know, now, like, looking at it now, like, you kind of can't go in as much on the Rams for, like, some of their performances season because okay. <laughs> they won the Super Bowl. So, so yeah. looking at it right now, like, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, like, yeah. they ended up doing what they need to do. Look, 12-5, and five, I think that, that the Rams – Let's be real. They're, they're very fortunate to have won the NFC West, if I'm being real with you. Um, I agree with you on that. Yes. Look, man, 49ers, 49ers, like, not the 49ers could have won it, but the 49ers essentially, like, I'm trying to think of, like, the word. You know what? Just forget it, because I don't really feel like thinking of it too hard. But, look, 12-5, and five, I think that, you know, they could have been better this year. I think that they should have went about 13-4. and four maybe okay. in my opinion like with the roster that they had especially after acquiring you know von miller and mm-hmm. uh odell beckham um but all right let's start off with the worst loss to me is definitely the san the san the, uh tripping over my words the yeah, 49ers game. game november oh, yeah, 15th uh the monday night game losing 31 to 10 yes you were at san fran but look san francisco is a huge underdog uh severely uh you know Severely at a disadvantage versus the Rams in terms of talent alone, especially at the quarterback play. You know, just overall roster, like they're not as good as the Rams are, and you lose that game. You know, you actually you don't just lose that game. You you get dominated that game. I'm sorry, you get dominated. <laughs> of, Wasn't that the first game with Odell Beckham being there? Yes. 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 Right. Yes. Yes. Um. Yeah. So to me, that has to be the worst loss uh, in my opinion. I mean, like losing like that to an inferior team at that. Uh, and also your rivals is just is just unacceptable. And I mean, look, let's be real. Like that game is basically like the battle for California. I mean, yeah, like is. you know, the Chargers are on the up and coming, but the Rams and 49ers are kind of like the powerhouse teams right now. I guess you can mm-hmm. say. And they got swept too. Yeah, they got swept. They lost twice. Yes. After the, and, and then you know, shit. Even the second game could. You know, matter of fact, just both these losses are terrible. Oh, it's tied. It's tied for both these yeah. losses. <laughs> yeah, because you know, like now that you even bring that up, weren't they beating them them seventeen zero going into halftime? Seventeen three was the score. Seventeen three. You end up losing twenty seven to twenty four. Yeah. And, and and to me, there's no excuses for for that game because that's the last week of the season. O- yeah. Odell's been there long enough. Von Miller's been there long enough. Mm. All these guys, nobody's still really getting integrated into this team they all they've all been there long enough mm-hmm. so unlike the first game which is also still inexcusable regardless yeah man yeah. both those losses are bad like you can't be getting swept by the 49ers with jimmy g starting that quarterback bro you cannot 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 mm. what was the best win for them super bowl come on 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 come
Come on, man. They want the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to see what you're going to say. <laughs> Yo, I'm dead. Yo, I'm look, dead. man. Good game. That Super Bowl was a good game, man. And kudos to the Bengals for, for hanging around there. But let me be real with you. The Rams dominated the Bengals. But the Rams' offense was just like what well, was kind of holding them back a little bit. And I'm not going to lie to you. If the Bengals had a better offensive line, if Joe Burrow didn't get hit as much as he did, I honestly think that, that the Bengals would have probably won that game. Because that Rams' offense was struggling until they decided to, to just target Eli Apple. Yeah. To be real. Yeah, indeed. Like, I ridiculous. And, and I mean, and this is why I don't think that Matt Stafford is like, th- is like this – you know, elite quarterback. I think he's a good quarterback. But to me, even if they still had Jared Goff with this same roster, they should still be in the Super Bowl, in my mm. opinion, with the talent that they have. Mm. But, you know, like maybe Matt Stafford is what gave them the edge over it. But it was definitely the defense is the reason why they won that game. Because the Bengals defense is is like a middle of the pack kind of defense. Mm. And they were struggling. So luckily for them, the Rams defense, you know, they came to play. And if you want to be real, one of those touchdowns, I think T. Higgins' first touchdown shouldn't have counted. Face masked on uh, Jalen Ramsey. He's like pulled his head back. Yes. So I don't get how that does not get called. Refs but, team. but yeah, you know, ultimately Super Bowl is the best win. Like, you, like even if they won the game 3-0, it's still your best win. You won the chip, so. Yeah, very true, very true. And speaking of Matthew Stafford, like you just brought up, yeah. that was a part of the season also that I saw this year. Compared to when they had Jared Goff, I believe, the last two years, two seasons. Talk to me, talk to me. You just saw, like, a whole different kind of evolution of this offense, especially Cooper Cup. I know Cooper Cup was that man before, but he was that man last year. Seriously. Golly. To have the, 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 what was it, the hat trick for the receiving crown, touchdowns, and receptions, Mm -hmm. insane. Okay, Mm -hmm. and once again, the Rams' nature to be aggressive and go out to get big-name players such as Von Miller also helped their case and win the Super Bowl this year. So kudos to them for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's safe to say that Cooper Cup is the number one receiver in the NFL. Right now. Ooh, okay. I agree with you on that. I definitely agree okay. with you on that. Listen, he, he proved it. So you can't say anything about it. You can't. You really okay. can't. Okay. You talked about the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. Now, this is a team that I gave no respect to earlier on in the season, but they made the playoffs, made the NFC Championship game, and now here they are. What was the best win and loss for them last year? For you to the 49ers? Well, look, similar to the Rams, their best win was dominating the Rams at okay. home. A big rival, you know, they hate each other. Yes. The battle of California, basically. And, you know, a game at home and where, again, they dominate the Rams. You know, a, a team that most people thought would win. And, you know, they mm-hmm. absolutely went in there. They punched them in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so to me, that that has to be the biggest win. Um, you know, and even, you know, if you want to even count, no, actually, actually, no, no, I see. I take that back. Uh, back, back. Yeah. Like we're still going to stick with the Rams, but actually the week 18 game has to be the biggest win because that win is the reason why they made the playoffs. Yes. You're right. right. Yeah. 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 And then, um, you know, especially coming down 17, Oh, I mean, well, 17, three, sorry. Um, well, no, but they were down 17, Oh, at one point they were, they were. Yeah, so yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whatever, but to just come back down from 17 points, period, against you know the Rams team at LA and you need this game to yes. make the, the um playoffs, to me, that's the biggest game, that's the biggest win of their season. 100 percent Okay. Okay. Now the worst loss for them. Worst loss. 
Well, okay, so I'm I'm looking at the losses that they have right here, and I'm and I'm and I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, all their losses here are pretty respectable. I mean, like they like they just lost to better teams. Like no, they, they got swept by the Seahawks. No, but let's be real though. Let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be real. The Seahawks still have Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, Tyler Tyler Lockett. You know, like let let's be real. Like I know that the Seahawks kind of had a down year, but they still have good coaching and an elite quarterback. And some elite receivers. I mean, he so was not elite last year. <laughs> well, no. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, look, last year, but you know, we're not going to have recency bias. You know, like when you look at what overall what he can do, Russell Wilson is still one of the best quarterbacks in in the NFL right now. But yes, they did struggle last year. But losing to the Seahawks is respectable. You know, is like it? it's not like losing to, to the Lions. You know, oh, I mean, man. no, like no, I mean, like let's look at it. They they lost to Green Bay, Seattle, Arizona. Indy, Arizona, Seattle, and Tennessee. I mean, Seattle is the worst team that they lost. No, well, mm, maybe Indianapolis. Okay, right, well they're pretty even, but but yeah. I mean like I mean like what would you say? Like I would say Titans. Titans? Yeah, because they were up by ten. They they blew Ooh, the lead. They okay. Blew the lead and let Ryan Tannehill of all QBs come back, throw their way back into the game and beat them when they had a lead. You can't right. do that on the road. All right, cool, cool, cool. So then I'm rocking with you then. I'm rocking with you then. Because, like, all their losses aren't, like, they don't look that bad. Like, the first loss to the Seahawks was 28 to 21. Mm. It's not bad. And then the second loss was 30 to 23. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. all right. So, I mean, look, if you're saying Tennessee, then then that's what we're going with. Yeah, because Ryan Tannehill is a bum. Sorry. All right. Last but not least, the team that should have lost more games, but they did not do their job correctly. Finished seven and ten on the season, Seahawks, because we had the first two draft picks and they still sold us. Anyways, forget it. <laughs> what was the best loss and best win for them? They should have yeah, man. Look, look at the Seahawks, man. That defense is absolutely horrendous. Like, I don't even know why they traded for Jamal Adams. It's like he's not even there. You know, you have Bobby <laughs> Wagner. I mean, like, you have Wagner, who's the best linebacker, in my opinion, in the NFL for his uh position, mm. but does it matter? I mean, look, I'm pretty sure that, you know, Russell Wilson missing, like, what, a month of games? I'm pretty sure that that hurt them. Maybe they would have had mm. – maybe they, they'd have went, what, eight and nine maybe if Wilson was there? I don't think it would have changed that much if I'm being real with you. You know, maybe, you know, you could say, oh, you know, give them extra win. You know, like when they played this, uh, the Saints and lost, like, 13-10. Maybe if Wilson's there, he does a little better. Who knows? It's, you know, should have, could have, would have. But now that I'm looking at it – um. Man, All right, let's start off with the best dub. The best dub, I think, mm, I'd say the week eight eighteen win uh, versus Arizona, thirty eight to thirty. Mm, I mean, okay. Rashad Penny went stupid. Yo, <laughs> I'm I don't even hold you. The last, <laughs> the last like month of the season, he was best for the back. Penny was going crazy. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yo, let me tell you something right now. Rashad Penny been asked for four years. He has done nothing in three, four years. I think he's gonna, I think he's a free agent this year. Yeah, he is. He just played his way into getting a decent contract. Yes, he did. Rashad, he Penny, did. <laughs> Rashad Penny was looking at being a practice squad player come next season on somebody's contending team, right? Mm. This guy said, oh, hell no. This man went st- – wait, hold on. Hold on. Really yes. quickly, Rashad Penny started five games for them, right? Yes. Now, one of those five games, he got hurt, I, I believe, 
So mm. he didn't go no higher than 41 rushing yards, right? Yes. But the first, just real quick, December 12th was his first real start, right? Mm-hmm. Against the Houston uh, Texans, I'm the Rockets. He went for 137 rushing yards, right? Mm-hmm. Next mm-hmm. game, he got hurt against the Rams, so he didn't really do too much. Again, the game, the game after that versus uh, Chicago went for 135 yards. Game after that versus the Lions went 170 yards. Week 18 against the Cardinals went for 190 yards. That man was going crazy, bro. Mm, mm, Absolutely mm. insane. Yeah, but I'm going to have to go with that Cardinals win. Look, that was a nice way to end off the season, you know, over a team that's clearly better than you guys. And, you know, kind of, you know, sent them into the – because that's still your divisional rival, and you just sent them into the playoffs – kind of a little shaky coming off of that L, you know, leaving them mm-hmm. a bit wounded, a bit exposed. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so to me, that's their uh, biggest win. Um, Now, when I'm looking at the losses, I think I'm going to have to go with the 17-0 loss to Green Bay Week 10. Ooh, okay. Um, that was surprising. Now, well, look, I mean, you're in Lambeau, you know, tough place to play. But Russell Wilson's back at this point. I get it's his first game back, but my thing is, if you're healthy enough to suit up, I don't really care for the injury excuse too much, you know, then if, because if your injury was going to affect your team where you can use it as an excuse, then you shouldn't have played. That's mm. how I think. So looking at it, 17-0, no, 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 it's just not good enough. You can't not be getting enough. shut out. You cannot be getting shut out, period, with the talent that you have in DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Russell Wilson was back. It's just inexcusable. Um, so, yeah, to me, that'd be the worst loss because you got completely – you know, like knocked out on all thoughts. Like you weren't even in field goal rings the whole game. So, yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. And, you know, you talked about that defense, which was at one point historically bad. I mean, it was terrible. Mm-hmm. Didn't matter who was on that defense. Jamal Adams, Bobby Wagner, Sidney Jones, for that matter. Didn't matter who it was. They were just terrible. And I think this is the first year that I can remember about Russell Wilson being on that team that regardless of how he played, like he could not carry this team to a victory like he has been in the past couple of years. Like they could not win solely on Russell Wilson playing a good game. You know, DK Metcalf was a non-factor. Tyler Lockett was hot and cold. They had no running game for a majority of the season until Rashad Penning went off. But like they needed more help than Russell Wilson. And it, it wasn't all his fault because of offensive linemen and the play calling sometimes here and there. But seriously, man, they need to do some things. And that's why you have this controversy about him being traded or not. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, when we return, we will give you guys a little bit of analysis on a QB generating some buzz for future teams in the NFL and some basketball talk. Stay with us. because I definitely told you guys we'll be having some commercials in the future. And now it's here. So we'll be back after these commercials. Hello, this is Greg Rector, and this is Greg's Gripes, my podcast, and my podcast focuses in on things in the world of sports that do tend to bother me, and that's why I have my gripes. And I'm also the one of the senior writers at NutsAndWorldSports.com. I cover the Dallas Cowboys with Cowboys Corner. I also write about the Toronto Raptors, the Toronto Blue Jays, various other things in the world of sports. And as I said, this is my area of the podcast world where I get to do some griping. Hey guys, it's me, Christy Love. And if you want to stay up to date on all Chicago sports, like the Bears, Justin Fields took it upon himself to tally our team back and score 23 points in the fourth quarter. He just showed America that he's a star and everybody was saying it. The Bulls. 
This has been the best team we had since Jordan. Or the hottest topics in sports as a whole. Tune in to File on the Play, hosted by yours truly, and brought to you by Nuts and Bolt Sports. What's up, guys? Ryan Cooley here. Just wanted to let you know if you're a huge football fan or fan of the NFL, be sure to check out my podcast, Cooley's Controversial Takes, on the Nuts and Bolts Sports Podcast Network, Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. Every episode, I do a quick little recap of each game that was played during that week. Uh, at the end of the episode, I'll make my weekly picks who I think will win. And in the middle of the episodes, I'll be going over a lot of Washington football, uh, going to a deeper dive of their game or moves that they've made. And I also go over any big headlines that occurred during that week in football. So if you're interested in that, be sure to check out my podcast. Once again, it's Cooley's Controversial Takes on the Nuts and Bolts Sports Podcast Network, Spotify, iTunes, and Podbeans. Yes, sir. It's Game Breakers here, the number one sports podcast in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Available on all podcast platforms, dropping new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Listen, if you're not tuning into Game Breakers, what are you really doing with your life? Seriously. All right, now we're back. We're back again. Oh, yeah. wow. You know, those are some pretty good uh, commercials, right? There. I think, you know, everybody should definitely go check out. Um, you know, the show's listed right there. You know, everybody makes some good content for nuts and bolts sports. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, guys, you know, if if you guys like our show, you know, let's be real. Those shows aren't as good as ours, but <laughs> it's also so good content. So, you know, like if you're a sports junkie like us, and if you need that sports fix, like how Rue and Euphoria needs that crack pipe, then Ooh. that's what you gotta do, man. You gotta come and you gotta, you know, just enjoy everybody's content, man. Yes, Wait, sir. do you watch Euphoria? No. So how do you know the, the main character's name? Is that the main character? Yeah, that's Zendaya. Oh, that's Zendaya? Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, like, look, bro, you don't have to watch Euphoria to know what's going on. As long as you're on social media, you just know what's going on. Like, it I is don't ridiculous. know what's going on, I just know there's a bunch of high schoolers, like, having sex. Yeah, like, and people dying, people drugs. Like, I've never watched a show, not one time. And I feel like I've watched it because of Twitter. Like, it, like so now it's like, what's the point in even watching it when it gets spoiled every time? So... It's whatever oh, for me. Man. I mean, I don't really plan on watching it though. So um, really, why know, not? Uh, that doesn't really seem like my kind of you know show too much. But you know, like I think what they are season two just finished or season three. So mm. maybe when the show is off TV, like when they cancel it, and I could just binge watch the whole thing, maybe I'll check it out. But I don't really like getting into new shows when they have so like so limited seasons. You know? Okay. I like to binge watch stuff. So. I'm definitely gonna start binge watching it sooner or later. I'm not sure really? when, but I'm, yeah, I am actually because okay, okay. it's so much hype that I gotta, I gotta join it now. I'm not using yeah, that yeah, yeah. hype, but either way, yeah, like I heard that like the, the so you know like like it deals with drug addiction like a lot, and like I heard okay. that like it's pretty like a strong you know like as in like as in like if you're somebody that can't take like heavy subject matter you shouldn't watch it okay 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 yeah yeah it's not for the the peewees yeah the nah peewees. you know you know like it's not for the weenie hut juniors like if you could watch euphoria without it bothering you too much then you're definitely getting in to the salty spittoon <laughs> this man spit, yo, he spit. <laughs> yo, how can you even follow that up? I don't know what to say now. Like that was pretty good. That was pretty good, yo. Yes, only yes, the sir. real know about that. Seriously, only the <laughs> real know. I'm not. Yo, bro, I would never forget. I would never forget that man said 
how tough are you? This man <laughs> ripped off his tattoo that said mom and put it upside down, bro. I never forget. That's Max. SpongeBob was different. That's Max. You know what I'm saying? Yo, anyways, <laughs> that was a good laugh. That was a good laugh. I'm not going to lie. All right, so Mitchell Trubisky, this guy has no. been exiled by no. Chicago fans, has no. been exiled by the league. He got no. a new first start with Buffalo, signed a one-year deal as a backup to Josh Allen. And now, all of a sudden, he's generating so much attention and so much buzz for a lot of these teams that need a bridge slash veteran starter, the Colts, the Steelers, maybe the Saints, you know, maybe the, the Niners for a backup or starter, you never know. And now it's like he's become the hot of the, the, the conversation, the topic of the conversation, to be honest. So, Will, is Trubisky a guy that you see coming back into relevancy as one of the more good, I would say average to good QBs in the league this season? Immediately no. Really? If you're on if you're on TikTok, you know, you know, like that sound bite, the immediately no. Immediately no, 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 Starter, no, I said so. Average to good, as in he will be a starter, but will he be good this year? Whichever team he signs for, so I'm, I'm over there expecting that he's going to be a starter for whatever team he signs for. That's what I'm saying right now. What, what team? Okay, hold on, just riddle me this, riddle me this. Okay, what team would Mitch Trubisky start on right now? I just mentioned the Steelers. Colts, the Steelers. Hell no, he's not better than Carson Wentz. No, no. But the, the Colts are looking for an upgrade, so he, they're not looking for Carson Wentz anymore. Well, then you're not going to sign Mr. Trubisky. But why not? Yo, Over an you, never you, just said, you just had an upgrade. Yeah, How but the like, hell who else they have? other options. How the hell is Mr. Trubisky an upgrade over Carson Wentz? Listen, you're going off of his Mad Nagy days. It was, okay, we get it. He was bad in Chicago, but... That was also Matt Nagy's fault too. It wasn't. It wasn't just Trubisky's fault. Matt Nagy made him look bad, and we saw that with Justin Fields. Justin Fields, he had to deal with that for a half of a season. Trubisky did deal with that for at least three years, I believe. Right for three years. Yeah. Bruv, bruv, bruv. Immediately no. Oh my gosh. What about the Saints? Why not bring back Jameis? Because oh. Jameis. Give me, I mean, no. I don't know. No. 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 What's your the, the Giants? The Giants right now. No. You, he would have stopped, stopped for y'all right now? No. Well. He not better than Daniel Jones. No. Well. No. Stop it. No. Stop it. No. Stop no. it. Immediately oh, no. Immediately oh, no. Oh, oh, my. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. He's not. <laughs> oh, dear. Yo. He's crazy right now. Bro, Mr. Bisky. His ass, he's not good. <laughs> he's not good. Oh my gosh! I do not want this man being my starting quarterback. Now I would sign Mitch Trubisky. I would take Mitch uh, Trubisky as my backup quarterback, but to be leading me out there week one, not because of injuries. 
we're in a bad shape. Right? Like, we're clearly rebuilding. <laughs> like, like, we're... <laughs> that no. man is garbage! He's not garbage now. Stop no. it. He is not garbage. He's not garbage. Bro! He's not. He's not. Yo, no, I don't know. The, the, the active QBs in that draft, he has a winning record. Did you know that? Yo, I don't give a damn what he has. Huh. I'd rather you be my quarterback than Trubisky. Be, be my quarterback. Ball, I'm not a good throw. Hey, look, guess what? We'll work with you. What, what do you mean? Us? That's disrespect. Right? That, that's that's we'll violation. Yo, that's flagrant. Mr. Bro. Bisky that's in 2017 was the highest drafted quarterback, right? Yes, he was at two. Yes, he was. And he's the, the worst. No, Jared Goff was drafted, I think, 20 like. Oh, wait, I'm bugging. I'm bugging. Sorry, 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 sorry. Miles Garrett like... was drafted first that draft. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Mitch Trubisky, out of all the quarterbacks taken after him in the first round, he is by far, by far, it's not even a discussion. He is by far the worst quarterback of that draft class that had expectations. He what? is that had expectations. He is well, of course. I mean, because you can't say a quarterback in like the sixth round because they don't really have that expectation of a quarterback. That of draft course, of course, of course, of course. I get you, Mitch Trubisky. Is dog water. He is not dog water. Stop. Yo, they took this man over Mahomes, over Watson, bro. Over who else? Over over Mahomes and Watson. Watson. Okay, yeah, Watson. Yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Jesus. He is not dog water. Well, stop it. Yo, what? If if he goes to the Colts right now, I bet you they'd have the same potential to win as much games as they did this. Past season, of course, as long as Jonathan Taylor stays healthy, sure, because that's what they'll do is run him into, into the dirt. Of course, no, like I think he'll be able to win more games than Carson Wentz did. Nonsense, nonsense, nonsense. Oh my god, yo, okay, hold on. Would you would you take Mitch Trubisky over Carson Wentz right now? Uh, it's it's tough for me. It really is tough. <laughs> exactly. It's tough. No, listen, 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 listen. He's been a year for uh, removed of playing football for a starting team. Like, Carson and he still sucks. Play. He okay, sucked no. back then. He sucks now. Okay, no, actually, I would. I would actually. I would. What? He's a better. He's a mobile QB. He's uh, uh he's a better athlete. He's um he has a, he's more durable. You know and. In the right system, he has the potential to be a guy that doesn't make the most boneheaded plays compared to Wentz. So I would. I'm not gonna even lie to you, buddy. I I'm take yo, bro, bro. <laughs> I'm taking I'm taking Gardner Minshew over oh, over no, Mitch. Yes, no, yes, I he am. He's not a bad backup either. To be honest, he's not. He's yo, Gardner is solid. He's solid. I'm taking him over Mitch. No, you're not. Yeah, bro, Mitch Trubisky is not good. Like, oh like, where is this love for Mitch Trubisky coming from? Where is this love for this guy? Is this not the same guy who lost his starting quarterback job to Nick Foles? Yeah, but that was more of a Matt Nagy problem for me, though. It's more Matt Nagy problem. Listen, yo, Nick Foles lost his job to a rookie. You feel me? Like, it happens. Yeah, because Nick Foles is not good either. Yeah, but that was more of a Matt. Matt okay, but it was more of a Matt Nagy problem. Matt Nagy, uh, okay, Yo, bro, bro. I blame bro. Matt Nagy. I'm sorry, Mr. Bisky for the struggles of Mr. Trubisky. Mr. Bisky is an average to below 
average Below. And he'd be good coming off of my bench, like what he's been doing the past two years. I think that is where he's good at. It's just coming off the bench, and God forbid your starting quarterback gets hurt, then Mitch could come in and play. But if your starting quarterback is healthy, Mitch shouldn't even be touching the field unless y'all are up by 50. You know who reminds All right, yeah. So we had some technical difficulties just now. Uh, you know, we lost uh, Edwin there, but that's a okay in the middle of his statement. But look, he's kind of high on Mitch Trubisky. I think that he does see some potential in him. To me, the writing's on the wall. He's 27 years old, been in the league since 2017, has failed to impress me. Maybe I'm being a little bit too harsh, but in my opinion, if Mitch Trubisky is my starting NFL quarterback going into week one without any injuries, then I'm thinking that my team has a problem and that we're trying to rebuild. But, guys, yo, we got to end the show here, all right? Look, fantastic show. Seven minutes of overtime, people. Look, big up to everybody that did stay through until the end to watch the show. And, guys, don't forget, shout out to Nuts and Bolt Sports, guys. Look, great platform. And as you guys heard in the commercials earlier, they have a lot of good shows coming from other people. Obviously, as I said, the shows aren't as good as this show, but they're still good nonetheless. So, you guys, make sure to go tap in. Make sure to give us a review on whatever you're listening to. We're available on Apple Music. Or well, not music, but Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever the hell you can get your podcasts at, Game Breakers is going to be there. All right, guys. And you know, just like my guy Edwin would say, actually, Edwin is back. Look, I was, <laughs> I was just, I was just giving the end off, but you back. I mean, look, you want to say anything before we, you know, close this off? Yeah, guys, always remember to charge your your computer before you do these things. Just saying, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, and for that, we're gonna skip the NBA score lines too because, yeah, we can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, forget. Look, guys, tomorrow, right, guys, really quickly, come Friday's show, I'm gonna be able to tell you how I took Edwin to his first game and he watched his team get destroyed by the Brooklyn Nets. So it's gonna be a very good show to watch on Friday. And mm-hmm. yeah, guys, we're uh, appreciative to everybody that you know keeps watching and listens to Game Breakers, and we'll catch you guys Friday.